It's live. Are you sure I am? It's I'm live. I don't know if you're fully alive. Uh, maybe off. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Corey Luxury Podcast once again. Uh, I'm here in a lovely, lovely flat in Brighton uh, in this, you know, this old folks retirement home, uh, you know, for elderly end of life care sort of thing. So I'm here with uh, <laughs> Josh. It's Hove, actually. <laughs> it is Hove, actually. It's to Hove, be actually. <laughs> no, I'm joking, obviously. I have a lovely guest today, just like always, um, but very, very special guest. It's Shah Wiley today, mate. Yeah. How you doing, Shah? Are you all right? I'm good. I'm good. Yes. Yeah. I always have to sound a bit more convincing when I say that, but I really am. <laughs> Thank God. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad you're okay. So me and Shah obviously meant to do uh, a fringe show together. We do know each other kind of uh, quite well anyway. Um, but we meant to do a fringe show together way back um, before Corona <laughs> times. Oh. And uh, yeah, it got cancelled, unfortunately. So now I just thought I'd come down, you know, talk to her, make sure she's not lost her marbles and stuff. She needs someone to speak to. So uh, I've got I to come down. Say that again. <laughs> <laughs> so have you been? You've been good, Shot? Yes, I've been good. Yeah. I, I have, yeah. Yeah, you've just yeah. been relaxing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I've been learning a lot about Minecraft. Minecraft? Minecraft. What have you learned? Oh, well, I, how I can't play it. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect school. <laughs> I'm supposed to know how to do it. Yeah. And Marvel movies. Oh, good. And they've all got the same characters. You know that, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They're all, they're all yeah, pretty much the same. Yeah. They need to switch up and get some new ones in yeah, there. Yeah, so I've had to buy a, a dictionary of uh, North... North gods and, and mythology. You went for the mythology version. Yeah. <laughs> you were like, I'm going to go for this one quick. <laughs> but yeah, you've always been like quite an interesting person to me, really, because like, I remember I saw you at the first gig I ever did. Um, I saw you there and I spoke to you there and I was just like, who is this like crazy woman? Like, I thought you had just like walked in like, you know, just like old women that get lost. Yeah. You know what I mean? I thought you were like one of those and then they were like, and then she went on stage and like actually did really, really well. And I was like, oh, fair. Like yeah. she's not, you know, she's not nuts. Uh, 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 whenever I go to a gig, you know, I mean, the, the you know, the, the promoter, the MC or whatever shakes hands with all the, you know, the, the comedians mm-hmm. ignores me and then says, would you like to sit down, dear? <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, actually, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna stand up <laughs> up there. Yeah. Yeah, have you got a ramp <laughs> to yeah, get up? Bloody hell. But I remember um, we did a gig in Horsham together, and uh, I gave you a lift there and gave you a lift back. And on the way back, we were just talking, and I just was like, you were just talking about your life. And it was just really, really interesting to me. <laughs> and I was just there, like, this is nuts because you have like such a like. A, a, a mad story even in like your later years pretty yeah, much you yeah, had like yeah, a big yeah. change sort of yeah, thing yeah. so so break it down we to start with you know what was the war like oh, in, in, God. <laughs> well do you know that's amazing because <laughs> I always I was born in 1945 right? yeah, yeah so I always thought I was born at the end of the war right. Um, but I've actually discovered that I wasn't because my birthday is March and the war didn't end till September. Oh my God! You so are, I actually had you, you six, are a war baby. six months. Yeah, but I have to say, my father was a GI. Yeah. Do you know what that means? Do you know Big a, army guy. No, no, American. <laughs> oh, is it? Serviceman. Oh, yes. Oh, he no, was so in he the came Ameri- over and he got, some, yeah. he got so, some of that English. Yeah, so apparently we had tins of fruit salad and silk stockings. I mean, not that I know it. Yeah, this is yeah, only yeah. what I've picked up from history. You know, it's yeah, a little yeah. bit tainted, apparently. Oh, really? <laughs> over, what was it? Over something, over sexed and over here. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was what they said about the American oh, really? forces. Yeah, apparently. So Christ. But yeah, so I did have six months of the war but oh, yeah. no nothing about oh, it but course. you were like conceived for like a pair of nylon stockings or something like that <laughs> <laughs> potentially <laughs> I'm not sure about that one anyway it might, might pass over on yeah <laughs> We'll leave that one out. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, and then, but yeah, but I only really know 
up to you moving to like Siberia. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that's that's where the story started. Yeah. And how old were you when you well, moved there? Well, prior, you know, before all yeah, of yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I sort of bucked the trend because when I was um, what. 20 mm. I went off to sea for a couple oh, of years oh yeah I remember you saying yeah, yeah. working on the sh- on the mailboats to South Africa and yeah, back yeah. so that was quite a uh, you know that was quite a departure what really. was that like what, what did you actually have to do well it was interesting because the Union Castle uh, ships have traditionally only have had men as stewards right. and then older women um, as uh, stewardess who, who, who stewardesses who clean the cabins mm-hmm. or you had the officer class with a person yeah. so there was only two ships took on young women so that was this massive yeah like departure. a huge thing absolutely enormous you yeah. know because what year is that as well that would have been 1964 Christ. 65 so that is a pretty big thing <laughs> <laughs> like, i never mind saying anything that loud, happened yeah. in the 60s yeah. because the 60s are quite cool aren't they mm. so mm. you know the rest of the 70s 80, yeah. but the 60s i'm always quite sort of they are quite know, cool yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so yes, that was amazing. So I went off and did that and saw a lot of stuff. I mean, my God. Um, I actually served afternoon tea to Vervoot, who was a president of South Africa during the apartheid times. Can you imagine? Jesus. I don't tend to tell people that because... (laughs) spoils my political <laughs> credibility you know but i didn't know any better yeah 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 so, but you saw some horrific things really apartheid being played out you yeah, really yeah, did, did yeah. some awful awful things mm, yeah mm. yeah so that sort of set the tone for what i would sort of go on and do you know because what were you kind of thinking at that time when you were like i want to go on the boats were you were you doing it as like I want to do something different? Or were you doing it like, oh, they're letting women on, let's go? Well, yeah, it was an adventure. Um, And because all the young women who went on, they were like nurses or teachers. They were going off to do it for an adventure. Okay, It wasn't, I mean, I'd always done waitressing when I was at college. I started about 15 doing silver service waitressing and chucking peas in people's laps and all that, you know, with the the things. Um, So it was a useful skill to have. But as I say, everyone went off, you know, like to do it for a couple of years, you know, for an adventure. And it, and it was amazing. I mean, I had my 21st birthday on the beach at Port Elizabeth, eating so ice cream and chocolate sauce, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, so so that was amazing. And um, and then I actually met my husband yeah. on the ship. I would say we flotsam and jetsam. You know, yeah. flotsam and jetsam is what you chuck off the ship to keep <laughs> it afloat, you know, when, it, when it's sinking. Yeah, yeah. Basically, that's what it was like. So uh, at the... There isn't any, pretty well, any job that I haven't actually put my hand to. You know, if you say something, I say, oh, I've done that. Oh, I've done that. I've done that, you know. Um, But but I I was, didn't do very well with my A-levels and, uh, you know, went off to college. So that's why I went off to sea because I was doing a course at college I didn't like and... What was you trying to do at college? Oh, well, (laughs) my, I, I was very unwell when I did my A-levels and didn't think I was going to get any. My friend had got a place to go off and do um, an HND in business studies in uh, French, would Mm. you believe? Um, So I went off quickly to do a big, big mistake. So I only did it for a year. And then I was actually homeless. So that was really why I... Wait, why, why, why were you? <laughs> you just like casually said that, like, oh, and then I was just homeless. You know what I mean? Like, I was, yeah. I was just about. You know what I mean? Well, when I was growing up, there was like four kids and my mother squeezed in this tiny little two-up, two-down house on the edge. So of the So did you forest. like not know your dad then? Because it was like he a was GI. in America. My, my mother came. We lived in America. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay we lived okay, in America, yeah, yeah, but yeah, my yeah. mother. Came Brought us back to England and, oh, and they got divorced. They, oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay. So he was. I thought you there. meant like he just rocked up and then was like, right, <laughs> I'm done now. I'm done with the war. <laughs> oh my God. No, so we, we came back. And as I say, there was like four kids and my mother yeah. squashing this little tiny two up, two down house. Uh, uh, cottage on the edge of the forest with no mm. inside loo and no bathroom um, you know but we were all terribly posh yeah can you yeah, imagine course, how that yeah. how that 
confused people. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> you can imagine that really confused people. So anyway, we're, and, I, and I was at boarding school. My brother and I were both at boarding school. Uh, we went to the phenomenal boarding school and it was for bright kids who needed to wait, be away from their home environment. So instead of putting you into care, they sent you to a public school, which was very nice. Very nice. They still do things like that now. They still do. They do have they? they have scholarship funds. I mean, they're all yeah. I know they have like the scholarship. They're all ones, terribly rich, but they do have yeah. you know scholarships. So we were incredibly lucky. Yeah, that's so lucky. But anyway, when I was seventeen, before I'd have school, my mother decided she'd had enough of us all and packed up the house, let it, and went off to work in a hotel. So we were, you know, I mean, I'm still at school for the end of it, and then yeah, I had yeah. to find somewhere to go. So then when I left school, I was homeless. You know. where, do, where did you live? Well, I would go to sort of random relatives yeah, or, yeah, you know, potter about, stay yeah. with people or, yeah. or whatever. Mm, yeah. Mm. Yeah. It was quite interesting. Really. <laughs> yeah, so, it must have been weird. You know, if you, if you do, yeah, I used to help at crisis for about 10 years. I did crisis at Christmas yeah. and you tick. Have you ever been homeless? Yes. <laughs> tick. You know, like, get, another get tick, on. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was, as I say, one of the reasons I went to sea because obviously you had your bed and board and everything else. Yeah. And then I came back. I got married very early, had children. Had, oh, yeah. You met that guy on the boat. Yes. Right? Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. What was he working on the boat or did yes, you meet yeah, him? He was he working on the oh, ship. Okay. So flotsam What did he do on the boat? Flotsam jets. And he was what you called a silver king. Um, it. it uh, <laughs> sea it's all terribly swish and you have all these silver platters i don't think they're really silver yeah yeah whatever all these silver platters and everything with lids that you took off Mm -hmm. like this you know and uh and they had a room full of all this stuff that it all had to be cleaned and steamed and everything so he was in charge of that so that was quite a prestigious Silver King. Yeah, he was. That's what it was called. Did you know that? That's what it was that's actually called. Such a sick role. Yeah, name. yeah. Silver King. <laughs> Imagine that on your CV. Yeah, yeah. The Silver King. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, came back and and you know did whatever uh, needed to be done. And also because um, I hadn't, I'd got my A levels, but no other qualifications. And and you know I used to do waitressing, cleaning, mm. whatever needed doing. But I thought well, I'm not going to keep on doing this, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I used to do used to do waitressing in the in the weekends. They used to have this thing called dinner dances. Yeah, know? yeah. And uh, I just couldn't stand to see everyone enjoying themselves when I was working. So I thought, sod this. I'll get some qualifications so yeah. I don't have to keep doing this. Yeah, so yeah. that's what I did. You know, I got sort of various qualifications. What qualifications? <laughs> well, I started off. I did. Um, I did a training diploma, which was quite bizarre, because I got funding to go off to this business school and um, and do this training diploma. And then they, you know, it cost a fortune, cost the government a fortune. Yeah. And then they didn't bother to get you a job anyway. I got myself a job. I got a job in Woolworth oh, as nice. a training manager. They were very hot on training. And um, I started having young people do come. They used to have a, a YPS, Young People's whatever it was. They'd come on tra- training, YTS, yeah, yeah. Young People Training Scheme. Yeah. And, um, and these kids would come in, not qualified to do anything, you know, but I really loved working with them. Yeah. So that started me off mm-hmm. working with young people yeah, and doing yeah. all sorts of amazing things, you know, really mm-hmm. mad, wonderful things. And uh, so and so it went on, you know, yeah, went yeah. on. And then and then the major life crisis <laughs> got divorced at 50 because <laughs> at 50 I thought that was old age yeah yeah <laughs> now mean, yeah. when I look 50 is young yeah because you know? yeah. that's that's something I always find really really interesting because I don't I don't know why I do but I have such a like I have such an aversion to like aging like yeah. not about like it's like whenever I have a birthday or anything, I'm always in like a really bad mood. Yeah, like I don't yeah. like it. And it's like we were saying earlier about what your what your sister was saying was like, I feel like I'm really done anything. Yeah. And especially now I feel like, you know, you have like social media, shit like that. Makes it kind of even worse because now you see like, the best thing of everyone's lives and you're just there like, yeah, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. Like, what am I about doing? 
when really like fifth, like 25, like, I was moaning about oh, being 25 oh and everyone was God. like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my dad was like, what are you yeah. on about? Like, that's I, I, I had a friend and she had a theory that you should put all young men on an island somewhere until they're 30 and then let them come back when yeah. they're 30. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah, so, oh yeah, but prior to, I'm sort of this, you know, yeah, so many. and it's been. It's but like, wasn't like because obviously, like I don't want to, I don't want to probe too much into your divorce, obviously. But I'm just, was it like happy years in that time? Like you had like nah. a not really, no. What well, you know, uh, it, we it was as I say, it was going back to the flotsam and jetsam yeah. stuff. Where you know, we should, I mean, we had a very successful business together. We had the three kids together. You know, the three great. You know, you know, my adult kids are like my greatest joy yeah, in yeah, life. Yeah. But um yeah, I think I've, I've met your daughter. Right? Yeah, 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 sure, really yeah, nice. yeah. Um, on the way along to getting to fifty, the big chunk I missed out. I my son went off to sixth form college, and in those days, adults could just go in and fill in the spaces. It wasn't mm. like now it was open yeah. access. You could go and fill in the spaces, mm-hmm. and he brought the bump home, and you could do Russian. So I must have been, I was in my early 40s then. So you could do Russian. I thought, oh, this is brilliant. I'll go in. And I went in to do O-level Russian. You could just go in with them? Yeah, yeah, 16-year-olds. I was, what, 40? Oh, bloody hell, what was I, about 42 or something? what year is this? So this would have been, I... Let me think. I went off to uni in 88. It would have been about 1986. So I would have been You could just turn 41. up for like your kids' lessons and be like, yeah, I'll do it. 16-year-olds. <laughs> That's so funny. We're 16-year-olds. Can you imagine? And I mean, Russian is not easy. No, yeah. You know, you didn't have to take some nerves. It's 16-year-old, you know, make you proud of yourself. And at the same time, I started running. So I started running and rushing. So, yeah, I was 41 and um, became totally obsessed with both of them. Yeah. Both of them. Because I went on running for... um, Was that your phone? (laughs) No, that's the the doorbell. Oh. (laughs) Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> Stop interrupting. Yeah. So I um I went on running for about ten years. I did the yeah. London Marathon, ten Ks, half marathon. So that was an obsession. Absolute obsession. Um <laughs> It's not someone trying to get in. Yeah. Oh look, they're there. Hey, who is that? Who is it? Oh it's We're back. <laughs> We're back. We're back. Yeah, I didn't know I was so popular a visitor. I know, Jesus Christ. I think it was meant to be corona, it's not safe. Now you're vaccinated. It's like, uh, yeah, yeah. Karen, you were talking yeah. about running yeah, and rushing. So, yeah, I started them at the same time. Yeah. And uh, I remember saying to my daughter once, am I boring when I talk about, you know, running and rushing? She said, no, not the first time you tell it. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, as I say... My children are always humiliated if I have any bogeys. I love that. I love that you just pulled that out as well. You just everything's down there. There you go. Uh, yeah. So I started doing uh, O level Russian with the, the sixteen year olds. I had a most phenomenal teacher, and I do wonder if I hadn't had that incredible teacher, um, I would have developed such a passion. And she mm. went on to play a. a, a you know, really significant role yeah. later I'll get to. But so I did the O-level Russian and I thought, oh, my God, if I pass this, um, I want to do A-level and I want to go to uni. So um, I got a pass, just a pass. Yeah. So the next year I did A-level with another with a couple of 17-year-olds mm-hmm. um, and went to Portsmouth to do Russian and Soviet studies. Nice. Oh, my God. It was a four best years of my life really oh just to sit in a library and you know translate you know it was just like oh my god and I had such a good time with all the kids who were there they'd take me out you know sort of once a term and (laughs) we'd go to the student union and the bar would be knee deep in 
beer sloshing <laughs> around, you know, it was such an... And they'd take me to these houses where you had a big gap between the skirting where the wall yeah, was yeah. dropping and, you know, yeah. you, they said, don't ever walk it's around now. with bare feet. You know, your feet will stick to the You'll ground. You'll step on the needles and yeah. shit. So I had a terrific time and uh, so that was four years mm. and uh, I would sort of go off to, to Russia in the holidays and uh, oh, it was just, just incredible. And... Uh, so when I finished that, I was sort of, I was, I'm trying to think, I was sort of, what would I have been? It was a four-year course, so I finished in 92. Mm. And going on with that, I'd always, as I said, worked with young people. I worked in sexual health. Mm-hmm. Um, I It was the beginning of HIV and AIDS and all that stuff yeah, kicking yeah. off. And um, a, a group of us got a, a voluntary training uh, or organization going and we train police and social services in HIV and AIDS so when it came to the end of my course and I actually had to to get a job yeah um I wanted to work in in that field in sexual health so then I went off and did a master's in health education oh cool um, and then I got a job as a, a health promotion specialist in sexual health. <laughs> I mean, I really love that. <laughs> such fun. I used to, you know, work with gay men and cottaging and all this sort of stuff. <laughs> it, it was really, you know, it was, it, I was quite unusual because uh, I was, wasn't middle-aged, yeah. old, but, you know, um, a heterosexual woman, you yeah. know, it was, it was quite something. Anyway, so that went on and then my marriage came to mm, an end yeah. at 50 and that was... <laughs> You know, and um, I thought to myself, well, either, you know, that's the end of it, that's my life finished, or I do something with it, mm-hmm. you know. Don't want to go off and live in a bed sit with brown and orange. Ca- <laughs> that's my worst fear, brown and orange carpet. Yeah. You know that? Yeah, yeah. So um, then I actually... I started a PhD. I did a year of a PhD, mm. and I was looking at... Um, HIV and AIDS in the over 50s. Oh, really? Because at the time, 11% of women, of people yeah. over 50 had HIV and AIDS. Mm. No, I've got that wrong. 11% of the people who had AIDS. Yeah, 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 yeah. Were, were that age, yeah, yeah. Because what was happening was people's relationships were breaking down. They were getting out there again, hadn't a clue what was going on. Yeah. Anyway, so I did that, and that was terribly exciting because you'd meet people, you, you had these sort of training sessions to you know for your your research research and you'd meet people and you'd say well, you know what's your topic and they'd say oh oh you know politics in the balkans and everything what's yours you know and i'd say well <laughs> yeah. sex basically anyway then this teacher that i'd had for russian who was such a phenomenal woman was working in russia because was she russian or english she was married to a russian oh she's yeah, right. just like her she's the most phenomenally yeah. clever woman she translates and she goes into prisons and you know in russian oh mm. she's just quite extraordinary um she was working with vso voluntary services overseas mm-hmm. don't refer to them and they were in russia and she said to me there's work to be done there Shah. and i thought right i'm up for it so that was how i got to go out to Siberia to work with people who were working with young people to develop sex education training. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. So I had the most phenomenal, phenomenal year out there drinking vodka. Where did, because I think whenever people think of like Siberia, they just think of it as like snow. Like, is is that genuinely just what it is like there? Uh, You know, up to the top of the window, you know, sort of seven months of the year. But like, how are you teaching sex education? Well, no, I (laughs) I was actually, what I did was, um, I was working, I've got this now tremendous friend. We've been friends ever since. Um, and she was the sa- sa- she's the same age as my son, and people say, "How can you be friends?" Because even then, obviously, yeah. I was so much older than her. She's the most amazing woman, and she was the social working working in the psychiatric hospital with young people, and so I went in there with her. And what we did was we found out from the young people what they wanted to know about sex education, mm. and then I developed a training program, which I then delivered to people who worked with young people. Oh, okay. Yeah, because the thing about the Russians are they're incredibly clever, academic. Yeah. They didn't have the practical stuff, which no. was what 
you know, what we had. But I had such a brilliant year, you know, skiing at the weekends yeah. and, I say, drinking vodka. And, oh, it was just, just amazing. Where were you living? Was it, like, on site at the place? No, or was I was, it at, like, no, a I was terribly lucky because um, at the time they were just starting to um, renovate flats. It was very much a new thing. It was called Remont. Mm. If you had a renovated flat. And I had one right in the centre of Yekaterinburg, on mm. the same street as the Opera House. I mean, it was absolutely, I was so lucky. Mm. Um, but it was incredible because we got the same money as the um, as the Russians, but we didn't have to pay, I mean, I think we got $100 a month. Yeah. We didn't have to pay rent, you know, so you just had your food and your travel. We all used to teach English. Mm-hmm. I taught English on a, a, um, a chicken farm. It wasn't chickens, they eggs, <laughs> eggs. Egg and I would be driven by a driver, you know, all this way. And of course... Wait, where on the chicken farm? Just in uh, like a oh, hut? Oh, no, and in their office. Oh, like t- t- <laughs> when you say that, I thought you meant like where they, the they, eggs yeah. where the eggs are being made. Yeah, they used to give you eggs, but they all, they all <laughs> you know, worked in this in this chicken farm. But um, where the psychiatric hospital was on the Sibirsky tract and it was where the salt mines were, you know, we used to go on this bus mm-hmm. with every bit of it hanging off, you know, the front of it hanging off, yeah. jammed in, and you'd have to fight to get off. Um, yes, so we would do that to get money for travel, and, and you know, we, 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 had, we just had a brilliant time. So there I was there. Then I came back, and when I came back, I'd got a little house by that time, and I had a goldfish. Mm. But it wasn't very you know, rewarding, you know. <laughs> you yeah, they don't give you much back goldfish, no, famously. From work and, famously, they you know, don't really give a shit. Swimming I don't think they even know what's going yeah, on, to be yeah. honest. And uh, so um, at that then I, well, I suppose I would have been 50. No, I, how old? I got divorced when I was 50. So 90, oh, I, got, I can't remember the date. Anyway, 52, 53, something like that. And I had a f- great friend who was fostering. And she said to me, sure, you're so good with teenagers. Why don't you foster? So I started fostering. Oh, so good. I fostered for nine years. Yeah. 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 So, so that sort of kept me busy. How many kids did you foster? I had, an, I had one long, well, one long term. And another um another long term and then i would have some others in and out so yeah. probably about five in total yeah. but the two long term i'm still very much you know part of their lives i get mother's day cards and yeah yeah this yeah. is just absolutely brilliant so that was a tremendous education mm. tremendous education and um and it, i was also working with young people you know, who were homeless or risk of being homeless and getting them sorted and always doing that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm, you know? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then when I was 60, I came to Hove. <laughs> oh, wait, where were you before? I Oh, uh, first of all, I was in um, the New Forest and then I was in Southampton. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which is, a, I don't like to denigrate it on <laughs> on camera. But really. I thought it was good, Southampton. Or am I thinking of Littlehampton? <laughs> I'm not sure. Oh, I don't want to say anything about oh, Southampton. I've I not know, been there. I, know. I don't I know, think I've been I would there. like to go back and do yeah, comedy because yeah. it's quite nice to go back and do yeah. comedy. So I won't say any, but I, I think people pretty much... Would, I won't say anything, but it's a shit hole. <laughs> I won't say it, but it's fucking shit. Like, it is shit. I went back to do a gig once there in Portswood and they were actually had a rubbish strike at the time and there were piles of rubbish. <laughs> oh, so I managed to out. get a gag like Mad Max that. fucking walking around. Yeah. Yeah, so then I came here and and um, I thought, oh, I want to do something a bit different. You know, I'd been working with these homeless people. I mean, it was with these young kids and it, it was so awful because they the, the parent would have a new partner mm. and then when the kid became a teenager, the partner didn't want the kid there And anymore. they were like... They were like chucking yeah. them out, sleeping in sheds, trying to do their GCSEs. I mean, it was terribly, mm. terribly sad. So I thought, oh, when I come to, to Brighton, I'll do something fun. So I got a job as a registrar marrying people <laughs> and that was that was brilliant that is that so brilliant cool. yeah that was really brilliant is it easy to become one because my my girlfriend is like marrying her um her friends but i don't think she's like 
She's just a put. She's like reading the thing. I don't uh, think she's like officially legal, marrying legal, them, like yeah. kind of thing. But well, you had to, you had an interview, but you had to do a handwriting test because you had to. You I had would to fill in fail the, all day. Oh, and it was. I tell you what's the scariest thing in the world because you have two people. One conducts the ceremony. I always love that, yeah. you know, because I and I started doing comedy at the time, and of course with comedy you're trying to make people laugh but when you're marrying people you want to make them cry yeah yeah because if you make people cry you know it's a brilliant ceremony. yeah you know you're killing yeah. that's how you know you're yeah, killing yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like really, people are tearing really, up really really <laughs> wonderful and that thing you know if anyone here present knows of any reason you know and you would always get do they want to stick their hand up get laughing at that one you know so uh yeah so i did that and that that was really really great fun but see incredibly stressful because the person was marrying the person that was fine you had all your little post-its with everything mm. In your thing but if you were registering it you had to sit there you had to fill in the registrar mm. register the the register during the ceremony which isn't very long and not make a mistake yeah you could not allowed and you had your special permanent ink you weren't i, I mean talk about stress yeah yeah, I and didn't realise how strict because like when my brother got married, I was like the the best man. And like obviously, like if you don't know anything about weddings, like which I don't, like when I got there, I just figured, oh, they go up and say the thing and then that's it. But it's like they were oh. in like a thing before it, going like, How do you know them? Like like and like asking them legit questions yeah. to make sure it's not like yeah, some scam yeah, wedding. Yeah. <laughs> like it was yeah, so I, scary. Oh, it really, it really is very, very yeah, so I did that, and then uh, that I loved it. How many people did you marry? Do oh, you loads, and people come up to me in bus stops and say, "Oh, you married my friend. no way." Yeah. That's people crazy. People look at me. What? What? What do you mean? You know, I said I married loads of people. What? How many? <laughs> How many though? I do don't you think? No, I don't know. Would you think you it's in excess count. of? You lost count. And the thing is. Um, People always think you're their best friend. Obviously, do that's the yeah maybe the biggest day of their life, Mm -hmm. and you're there officiating. So you know you're like their best friend. I mean, I did once. My daughter, um, her friends were getting married. In fact, yeah, I'd known them a long time. I'd known them from Southampton. They were getting married, and so they were having the legal ceremony on the Friday. But on the Saturday, they had. booked this huge manor house mm. you know with this and they were having a ceremony in the garden and so i married them legally yeah. on the friday in the register office and then we worked out it said because you had to be very careful that the ceremony didn't encroach on the legal yeah know? yeah it, it, but it had to seem to all the people sitting there in this garden beautiful mm. garden that it was the actual the actual you know, thing, official yeah. thing so yeah so i have the record of marrying them twice on a friday and on the saturday you know <laughs> so that was lovely um yeah so i did that and that was really great fun but then again i had this thing oh i've got to do something worthwhile you mm. know so i got a job as an advocate because i'd always all my work had obviously with the foster kids yeah like helping people been advocacy, yeah. you know yeah. but not sort of formally um there was a woman there is a, a women's secure forensic psychiatric unit mm. um at goddard's green i mean i think it's mixed now but at the time it was women only and women were sent there who had mental health problems but had committed a crime right so they were sent there so it was all locked wards mm. um and you know really i mean oh, it was really quite something. yeah but it was oh, like crazy i mean these women had the most incredible spirit we used to have these ward meetings every morning and you'd i would be sitting there in tears because they were just so phenomenal but i mean it was it was life and death i mean if uh, if a knife or a fork was missing after mm. a mealtime the whole ward was locked down was that bad, yeah. yes it was really really quite something you know so i did that for a couple of years and then god I need no, and then I suppose I'd have been about sixty-two by that time, and I thought, what's more important to me, having money or the time to mm. do what I want to do? And as I said, started comedy just about then, which was that's nothing because I it was I had a bucket list of yeah, stuff yeah. I wanted to do, and stand-up comedy was on the bucket list. I thought I'll tick it off, and that will be the end of it. Yeah, yeah. 
here I am. Yeah, today, still going. Yeah, yeah. Fort. And when I go to a gig and people, people are always saying, how long have you been doing it? How long are you doing And I never like to say, because I always think it's like going to Weight Watchers for years and never losing any weight. <laughs> <laughs> so I never like to say, because they'll have expectations. Everyone lies yeah. as well. Like everyone goes, how long have you been doing A year? Like they've been in it. Like they've been in it for time. You're like, right. Yeah, yeah, mate. Okay. Oh, God. Yes, so I took a huge leap and um, I signed up to do a master's at Sussex Mm. in oral and life history, which is storytelling, which I absolutely loved. And I've gone on to do sort of various projects, you know, in oral history and interviewing people and collecting their stories and stuff like that. Um, And that was that, basically. And I've always done volunteering. You know, I've been doing it all through... Mm. Um, Lockdown. I should. Oh, I should do it. I think until, yeah, until yeah, I can't yeah. do it. Until they'd have to volunteer yeah, yeah. me yeah, yeah, yeah. for me, you know, um, and the comedy. Yeah. So here we are. What's so Which which bit did you enjoy the most, oh <laughs> or is it all God. of it? Yeah, I I to be perfectly honest, I have to say uh, the comedy. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if you think you've got three bits of your life, haven't you? Naught to thirty. 30 to 60, mm-hmm. 60 to 90, yeah. right? And, you know, they call that like first, second and third act. Mm. Well, I took up comedy, at, you know, in my last bit, 60 to 90. And it, it it's just, you know, given me the most glorious old age. I mean, mm. look at, I know you, you know. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. all you amazing, wonderful young people. And, you know, that's what they say, Um you know that you need to continue to be with young people mm-hmm. you know i mean it's really it's really interesting because it it shows me it, it sort of threw it into relief really i belong to this thing called the u3a it's mm-hmm. university of the third age marvelous they have them everywhere and what happens you have all these different interest groups and they're led by the people who have the skills because people have done all these amazing things in mm-hmm. their lives and then you know like they teach French or Japanese. Yeah, I think or, you remember you telling yeah, me. Yeah, or whatever. I, yeah. And I did run a, a stand-up comedy course, you know, because I had some of my people yeah, 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 completely filthier than you at night, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, and dating and all that stuff. Um, and I suddenly realised, and I do creative writing, I've been doing that all the time, and what it made me realise was that I had never before been with groups of people of my own age. Oh, really? It was really been odd with... for me to yeah. be with these older people. I felt a bit like... You were like, I'm, a, I'm an alien. <laughs> you were like, you know old people. What do they wear, you know? <laughs> yeah. What do they wear and what do they do? And mm. it was really quite a revelation to me, you know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's completely, completely... Sh- my life, I can't, can't even begin to imagine what my life would have been like mm. if I hadn't done it. Yeah, yeah, And we'll continue to do it. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, well, it's not ending today. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's because still going. <laughs> the amazing thing is, you know, when I did running, mm. like, if you were a veteran, you got better and better because everyone else died. Mm. So in your group, there might only be two people, so you could come second or even <laughs> yeah, first, yeah. you know what I mean? And in a way, comedy is like that because your age gives you such sort of credibility and uh, you know you're allowed to be outrageous and the fact that you are mm. uh, I, you know really resonates with people yeah i think i mean i i sort of feel i've got a mission i mean i do it for myself and i have the greatest fun but i have a mission because every comedian from the age of 20 is saying oh my god i'm 21 oh my god yeah I'm 30 Literally. oh my god oh my Literally. And, and you know it's really a big pressing worry and concern and i thought oh look at me sod it you know take hope mm-hmm. yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah 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 and i mean i have such fun i mean normally i mean this is so bizarre that i'm looking at life through a bloody window but normally i'm out at least twice a week gigging mm. at least <clears throat> twice a week you know and the rest yeah yeah it's yeah. normally way more yeah. i mean back when obviously when i was living in brighton you was at like most yeah. of the nights i would be yeah. uh i'd see you like quite yeah, often there I am. Oh. yeah like <laughs> in the corner in the I same know. suit i mean what old people get to do that that's true i mean most not most that's not fair but many old people are afraid to go out after dark mm. you know mm. 
and uh, and and as I say, getting the 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 main thing, of course, is the people and the wonderful people I know and the fun. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Just the good you know, times. I mean, so. being heaved up on a on a stage by yeah. well, I don't matter if they're my young man or a young woman, <laughs> <laughs> they can heave me up. I don't care. They can help me up. <laughs> Either one, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and having to write comedy, and you know, and uh, also, I, you know, the thing that I, I wanted to put across, to, especially to my sort of older people, sometimes older people get a bit stuck where they are. That if you are a comedian, you're continually mining for comedy, that's mm-hmm. what you do all the time. So, you look life through this prism of comedy. So, no matter how shit something is. There's going to be some comedy. In fact, probably funny. the more shit. Yeah, it's it is, probably more funny. The more yeah. comedy. Yeah. What happens a lot of the yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it just it is transformative. It really, really is. Mm. It really is. Yeah, because it's a shame because there is a lot of old people who you know they're just like about just like in their house they don't really do yeah, much yeah. they're kind of just like it's almost like they're just waiting you know, know. what I mean like their days are just kind of like well I've got another day so we'll I just know. wait it out and just it off. happens yeah yeah so day nearer happens. day nearer literally yeah yeah bloody hell yeah that pressure thing for like younger people is very is very true it though really I think is. especially now like I said earlier with like you know because I I always get this thing I'm much better at it now um, cause obviously during like lockdown and stuff, I had loads of time to think cause you're not like doing gigs and stuff. Whereas when I was gigging like a lot, it would be like, I would almost put too much pressure like mm. on yourself to be mm. like, okay, you've got to get this bit good. You got to build this and stuff like that. Yeah. But then you forget like, oh, it is actually really fun as well. And then the, when gigs started coming back, I started going doing them. Like, I'm just going to go have like a laugh. Mm. And like, even if it goes badly, like mm. it will be mm. funny because mm. it went bad. Mm. And the gigs were like almost better. Mm. Like it was almost, you were like super yeah. relaxed, like more funny. Yeah. Cause you just like, it just didn't give a yeah. shit. I was yeah. just like, fuck it. Yeah. Like, yeah. so that's why it's nice to do stuff like this too. Yeah. Cause it's something else. So, you know, I'll just do that. Like you, you, like you did with all those jobs. Yeah. Just yeah. like, I'll yeah. just go yeah. do this now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You might as well do something different yeah, every time. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing with my life is I've always said yes. Mm. First of all, will you do this? Yes. And then I think, well, how am I going to do that? Yeah, how am yeah. I going to do that? And but figure it out later. Yeah, 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 yeah. Always, always take the leap, you mm-hmm, know, and, mm-hmm. uh, and then do it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I must say, you know, it will be amazing to get back absolutely amazing you know can't yeah. wait. i mean but interesting as you said there is the pressure because that is the own, that's the downside of comedy you know you're always looking at what other people are doing yeah and, yeah it's a big comparing and how many laughs people yeah. get you know and and always wanting to be better i mean there would be sometimes i think why am i doing this to myself do i really oh, I need thought about this? that a lot yeah <laughs> like why yeah. like what is what is the point you beat yourself up you do, yeah. all the time mm-hmm. it just g- goes with the territory doesn't yeah. it yeah. it really does but it's just such an odd thing that people enjoy doing I like it's still really fun but then half the time like you do fucking hate it <laughs> you're know, like this is I know. so annoying and people always say well you're so brave I fucking hate like, that what, <laughs> what you are you talking about if I wasn't this show off would I be yeah, doing this like, you know yeah no I always think about that with people who like because like there's no like the Obviously, like, people live their lives very differently to everyone else, obviously. But people who, like, you know what I mean, they just get a job, they get a house, and then they're just, they're just like, about, they don't really have any real, like, I don't really, like, I'll just... I don't really fancy doing that or I'm just going to be here kind of thing. And it's like, you know, and people are happy like that. Yeah. And I always think, like, if I was like that, I'd last about two days yeah. and I'd be like, fuck this, like, yeah, something yeah, needs yeah, to yeah. change yeah. here. But then I'm like, are they destined to be happier than like people like we are because they're happy and like oh i've got you know i just stay here i watch x factor and like i do you know what i mean it's just very like yeah there's no like there's no way to get disappointed exactly exactly you're not constantly assessing yourself yeah just this is where i am this is what this is where i will remain (laughs) yeah it's very odd but then you think about like you know what what other people do or what like you know especially comedians do where they're just like 
it's so shit and you're kind of there like it's very hard to like make it as well and then you're just like and if it doesn't work out it's like I've just not wasted all that time but like you know it's not gone anywhere (laughs) and then the other people are like well I never put myself out there so you know it doesn't matter because I was here yeah I mean I suppose I'm incredibly lucky because of my age because I'm like you know I I have to be like a complete one-off so you know everyone's on this trajectory Mm. whereas I don't know what how you would describe my 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 trajectory would be a sedan chair (laughs) being carried along (laughs) I mean getting dragged (laughs) because I just want to get better and you know I have had a sort of paradigm shift I think over the last couple of years where Mm. I'm really hitting my my stride you know mm-hmm. in comedy uh but then I can just get out there and just you know have such fun and uh I mean I I would get frustrated before when I didn't think I was getting the recognition yeah, I thought yeah. I deserved yeah. you know I mean because of my age or yeah. whatever, whatever 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 and that would piss me off yeah. you know what I mean but um uh, apart from that, you know, I'm I'm able to do my own thing, and you know, this it, because I don't travel. Obviously, I mean, I used to. I used to go up to London a lot, slog yeah. across bloody London on buses, and you know, to perform to, to two drunks and a dog. Yeah, literally. In the east of London, that you is know, basically that, what yeah, every London oh, gig is like at the moment. Bloody, yeah. Might as well stayed on Victoria Station and done the gig. Yeah, yeah, there, just done it on know. the fucking smoking uh, area. Yeah. So, you know, I don't travel. People give me lifts to places, which is nice up and down the coast. But I still seem to get, you know, mm. plenty of gigs, which is just lovely. Yeah, that is good. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think's next? Oh, God. Well, um, <laughs> I don't, you think... Is this for publication? Uh, I got shortlisted for uh, the um, uh, silver stand-up. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, competition at Esther uh, Comedy Festival, and I've been a finalist a couple of times, but it was winging it. Yeah, Do you know what I mean, you know, you get that thing when you wing it, and you mm. think. Oh. But I feel now I've got a good crack at it. Yeah, really yeah, got yeah. a good you crack at it. it. And of course, last year then it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So my aim is uh, next February. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, if it's I'm up there in Leicester, giving it a good crack. That would be my dream to win that yeah yeah that would be really good i reckon you could do that yeah easy yeah as i say before when i've gotten the final oh winged it maybe the other people weren't you know but i as i say i feel i could really give it a good 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 crack definitely yeah you could yeah and that would can you got it then i could die (laughs) 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 you could die before it who knows (laughs) who knows Oh, At least God. you went for it. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, my my lovely, lovely niece is paying for me to get my hip done. My yeah. nephew paid for the other one. I'm oh so nice! Incredibly lucky with my nieces and nephews. And uh, you'll have no excuses getting pulled onto the stage now. <laughs> Everyone'd be like, "You got two new hips." But you have to pay before the operation. But yeah. I said, "Well, don't pay too soon, just in case I drop down dead and you can't get, can't get the d- money deposit back." back. <laughs> <laughs> Can we put down the p- deposit for this new hit, please? Yeah, and you won't get it back. <laughs> to yeah, sign it off. Oh, God. Oh, my God. That is But, yeah, I, I was going to say, because the reason we were um, part of why we was going to do the show together was about, like, because at the time, obviously, like, before COVID, it was, like, lots of Brexit things and stuff like that. Yeah. And there was a big, um, what's the word, like, kind of disparity between like young <laughs> and yeah, old yeah, people yeah, like they yeah. both kind of hated each other like yeah, a lot yeah, of the time yeah, I mean they yeah. still do yeah. I mean there's some old people I'm just like oh, I'll get yeah, fucked do you know oh, what I mean the fucking oh, old guns oh. but like what, what what do you think is like would be your guess as to what the reason is why there's so much of that between old and young people well because there is the notion that old people are very, very stuck in their ways mm. and mainly voted to leave. Mm. And, uh, th- oh, well, you know, we had it hard, so why shouldn't you? Mm. Um, and, you know, not open to any new ideas or, 
I, I think that's I think that's what it is basically, you know. But mm. in a, when it's odd because when you think about lockdown, that really m- gave young people the experience of being old. Yeah, because they were stuck in and life yeah. completely. That that's an interesting one, isn't it? Yeah, you've had that experience of like being sitting an old inside, person, yeah, yeah. watching. Well, there was no life to watch going by, was yeah. there really? Um, but no, I, I think it's a shame. I mean, I have become a mad tweeter. Yeah. A mad tweeter. Um, that's where I get my, my uh, that's my sort of... Um, that's where you get your endorphins for the day. Yeah, my, <laughs> you know, my let off steam. Yeah. You know, politically. <laughs> not old people. Not all old people think yeah. like this. I'm 76 and I don't think like that. <laughs> I want the young people to have a good life. And, yeah. you know, I won't let I won't let people get away with it. Mm. You know, and they, these are giving our, these old people are giving old people a bad name. I've got I've got quite mad. Quite mm. mad. And I've joined a union as well. Oh, God. <laughs> Never, never, never ends well. Like, you know, they say people get more and more right wing yeah. as they get older. I've become more left wing yeah. as I've got older, definitely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, because I think there is that kind of like, I feel like there's a major thing about like communication is just such like a thing between, because it's, all, you know, young and old people are never meant to kind of get along. Like that is kind of like the way it's supposed to be because otherwise things don't change. Things don't get any different. People don't come up with new things. But like there has to be some level of like, you know what I mean? Like you can't fucking just hate someone just because they're they're in their 60s. You know what I mean? Like, And it is is weird. Because I I mean, not so many, some old people are afraid of young people. Yeah. They're afraid of the energy and the noise and Mm. the dynamism and they see it as threatening I mean, I mean you know as I say, I've got all these wonderful people young people like you around me so talented and I love it I love to see the talent I mm. love it, it gives me such joy mm. Mm. yeah yeah and it's it's quite it's quite funny that like because I feel like that that as a as something as like being around people who are like you know you're happy for them is like something that needs to be important for everyone to yeah. have. Because like we were saying about the comparing thing in stand-up especially, is like no one is ever happy for other people's thing. I'm I'm getting really good at it now where like if I see someone doing something really sick, I'm like, yeah, nice. Yeah. Like well yeah. done, like that's so yeah. good. Like yeah. like you feel happy yeah. like about it. Yeah. Whereas but it's so easy to go like fuck them. Like they're not even that funny, yeah. like all of this shit. Yeah. But it's like no point. Like it's just yeah. like you know what I mean? Especially now, there's so there's so much space for everyone yeah. to have something yeah. like yeah. that you're good at or can be like funnier yeah. or entertaining on. You yeah. know, and I'm so lucky because of my age, I've been able to see people develop mm. and succeed. You know, mm-hmm. which is just so wonderful. It gives me such pleasure. Yeah. I mean, there's two young women that I've followed. Uh, um, since they were like, well, one was 14, she started doing comedy, and one was 18, and she did a comedy degree course. And now they're really, really successful comedy Mm. writers. And every time I see them doing something, I'm there on the Twitter and congratulating them. And, you know, I think what it is, I think you need that older person in your life to be saying that bloody brilliant yeah, you know, yeah. there's, there's something i think reassuring and comforting and you know to have that older person yeah that is true actually out for you and there is something about like an, an old person giving you like that was really good yeah, like that, and yeah. you're, then you're like oh shit like yeah. this old person thinks it's good yeah, <laughs> like you know yeah and and to be able to have the 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 privilege of seeing them develop across the years yeah. you know that trajectory they have I, I just you know it gives me such pleasure mm. I feel as though I'm I have a, a what's the word um not responsibility not the word I have a ownership <laughs> you know I have yeah, a, yeah. I have a part I've played in it I've, all I've done is sort of well done and I'm watching what you're doing mm-hmm. and I'm you know enjoying it and I'm interested to hear you know but that like gives me a little mm-hmm. bit of ownership yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> no but i think i think that's true i think that is the best way to be is like that 
And I feel like that is something that like, I mean, not old people are like that, which is a shame. I mean, there is a, like a lot of fucking old people that are just like, you're like, Jesus Christ, yeah. like, you know, cheer up. But then also like, I think I would be a bit annoyed if I, I was super old. I mean, yeah. as soon as I spotted you, I knew, you know, and I was going around telling everyone, you know, and I'd say, he's like a geezer, but he's not really a geezer, he's really clever, it's you know. Sweet. <laughs> sweet boy. Yeah, bloody mm. hell. Uh-uh. Yeah, no, it's... Um, I, I remember d- sitting on that settee with the Coke. Oh, yeah, bloody hell. My mate Donnie coming down <laughs> oh, taking pictures. Organic wholemeal flour. Yeah, it was great. It was. <laughs> Amazing. Bus, bus, party. <laughs> Sometime. Oh, Sometime in the God. year. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that is something that, you know, not even just young people, everyone needs to be able to really develop. I mean, it's easy to say, like, you know, easier said than done. Like, just being, like, happy for other people yeah. and just, like, fucking, like, like living, like, just go and do it. Because whenever I, like, hear... Because obviously when you've told me about things that you've done before and things like that, it just just sounds like you were just like living. Like you were just like going and doing it. Like, oh, I want to learn Russian. You want to come to Russia? Yeah, go on then. I'll go to Russia. Like you're just like, fuck it. Like I'll go do it. And I really like enjoy that kind of thing of like people that just go, yeah, fuck it. I'll go do that. Like, can they go do it? Well, I never, ever wanted to regret not doing something yeah i mean I, and i never say regret doing something you do something and it might not have been the best decision mm-hmm. right and it might not have gone how you wanted you learned something from it but i never wanted to get to the end of my life and regretted regret what i hadn't done mm-hmm, mm-hmm. never yeah, yeah so i don't think I, I don't think i have one tiny regret and that was not finishing the phd because i oh yeah why did you not finish well, that? well i went off say. to russia i did the first oh so you did that instead you, you had a first taught year because what they found was people were starting phds and they're not finishing them so they did like a taught year research methods and all of that stuff mm. um and then i had the opportunity to go off to Russia so I had a leave of absence I could have picked it up when I came back and things had just moved on and I didn't Mm. and I do regret that yeah I would love to have you know I'd love to have done that you do a PhD next yeah well (laughs) um I uh I don't think I'd have the energy and of course it's also different and of course I've forgotten about sex I shouldn't say that, should I? Well, there, I don't know. <laughs> Too much information. <laughs> Who gives a shit? <laughs> Who cares? Uh, uh, how many people watch this? <laughs> not a lot. <laughs> not a lot of oh, people, I'll be good. honest with you. Not a lot. It's not quite fucking oh, Joe Rogan. Like, oh, bloody It's not hell. exactly. Oh, <laughs> so that, that's what I was going to ask finally. I think you already started doing it, but I was going to say, what advice can you give to people that are, you know, young people who are thinking, you know, oh, I'm kind of just about, I'm kind of just doing whatever. What what would you say if you could speak to yourself back in the day or like speak to someone who's young now, what would you like, what would you give them as advice for life? There's two bits of things I would say. One, I mean, you want to make things happen. So always say yes. Mm-hmm. Always say yes. I mean, they say that in improv, don't they? Yeah. You know, always say yes. Um, and and as I say, then a decision might not have been your best decision, but you've done it and mm-hmm. you've got something from it. Yeah. Um, so you'll never regret it. And the other thing is, life can be absolute shit. Mm-hmm. And it will be on occasion. Everything passes. Everything passes. So even at... A, you know, at one time of your life when you might even think it's not worth living and it's too, you know, it's too awful, it will pass. Mm-hmm. And if you can keep that in your mind, think I'm going through shit now, but it will be over, it will pass. So those are two things. Always go for it. Always say yes. You know, say yes and then look at what you need to do. Yeah. And, you know, in the bad times, always remember that it will pass everything. Yeah, yeah. I suppose you you speak from experience on that. Like you sound like you had like a lot of rough times throughout, and each one, you know. And now look like you're here, like enjoying it. Yeah, I mean, childhood misery memoirs, all the rest, Mm -hmm. all the rest, all the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you've obviously like even worked with loads of people who have experienced probably the roughest time. Yeah, because this is what this the one thing that I hate about like a lot of people like. I, I just see people moaning about some stuff and I'm just there like, mate, like 
give it a rest. <laughs> like, let give it a really? fucking rest. I like. mean, I've worked with kids and you feel as though you're paddling in sewage. You know, the life has been so horrendous, mm. you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you just got just go for it is what <laughs> what you'd say. <laughs> just yeah. go for it. Move yeah. to Russia. Yes. Move to Siberia. Yes. You know, yes. learn yes. learn a language. Shit <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. Go chill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Well, yeah. I'm. I mean, that's like the perfect way to end. Yeah. I think on a bit of advice. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for like coming on. It's been. Um, it's actually been well. Not. I don't think I've fucking said anything. <laughs> I've just been sitting here listening. <laughs> like, I spilled my cup of tea oh and then as well. Oh my god! But it's it's so brilliant. You know, mm. bloody hell! It's a. It's been a. I say it's been a long haul. It's not quite over. <laughs> it's not quite over yet. <laughs> I mean, it's over for you. Your your vaccine and stuff. You get to go to the clubs first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's another that's gonna be course good. of uh, yeah, yeah. dissension, isn't it? But anyway, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> yeah, thanks so much for coming on. It's been actually really, really great catching up. Really great chatting to you as usual, oh, as always. Shut. It's always you, good Josh. talking to you. It's so lovely. Yeah, to yeah, see yeah, you. yeah. And yeah, obviously, uh, you're not on Instagram or anything like that, are you? I'm on Twitter and Facebook. Oh, what's your what's your what's your usernames? Shout them out at at Wiley. Uh, yeah, perfect. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'll stick I'll stick it in the old descriptions anyway. But yeah. Thanks so much for watching again, guys. Uh, I know lots of you have actually been really enjoying it, enjoying the session stuff as well. Uh, and yeah, it's been great, mate. It's been really good. And uh, yeah, hopefully me and Charles will have our show at some point. Oh, definitely. Uh, probably in like <laughs> a year, <laughs> like a whole year from now. Um, but yeah, it will it'll be really good. I'll be posting out loads of details about it and shit like that. But yeah, as always, help the Instagram, Twitter, SoundCloud. More session stuff coming out, more episodes as well. But uh, yeah, always good to see you. And uh, yeah, in a bit. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Crawley Town. Crawley Town. Crawley Town. Crawley Town. Crawley Town. Crawley Town. Welcome to the following electric butt fast.